our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Yes, you are. (laughs) And thanks for doing it. Thank you. We appreciate it. Let's just read a review. Let's just dive right in. We're going to dive right in. We've been sitting here for over an hour just talking. Yeah. Already. Our our weekly therapy session is done and we're ready to talk to you guys now. And the podcast is going to be super short because we don't have any recording time left. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's read a review. Okay. This is a long one. You thought you got a long one last week. (laughs) Yeah. This one's really, really long. Okay. I like the long ones. This one is from Juju. MN Mom. So I'm guessing Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Greetings from Minnesota. That's the first line. (laughs) Juju, Minnesota Mom. Greetings from Minnesota. I have been so curious about Disneyland, but was a bit nervous to leave our Walt Disney World comfort zone and try something new. I found Rope Drop and Park Hop in July and have been listening ever since. Katie and Aaron are so fun and have a ton of enthusiasm. Do you know what? Pause. Side note. Enthusiasm. My two oldest kids, both in kindergarten were given the award Most Enthusiastic from their teacher. Okay. They had the same teacher, and both of them got Most Enthusiastic. Okay. It's genetic. Okay. <laughs> All the tips inspired us to change our spring break plans from Orlando to Anaheim. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> I was When I read that, I was like, really? Cool. Awesome. Anyway, and we arrived home yesterday from a wonderful girls' trip celebrating my youngest daughter's upcoming high school graduation. We spent four nights at the Disneyland Hotel and three nights in La Jolla. It was perfect. Flew into Orange County and then did it all. Rope dropped and park hopped. Soared over California. This was last March. Mm-hmm. So they yep, were there during food, food and wine. Yep. So soared over California, ate raspberry macarons, rode the train, ate beignets, Had a lightning lane for Splash Mountain on a warm afternoon. Tried both the cream cheese pretzel. Tried both the cream cheese pretzel and the jalapeno pretzel. Rode the monorail. Used single rider for Radiator Springs Racers. Screamed my head off at Guardians. Saw Captain America. OMG. Rode my new favorite Matterhorn. Rode my new faves Matterhorn and Incredibles many times. So cool at night. Mickey waved at me. We had a celebrity sighting at Mr. Toad, scored a last-minute table inside at Trader Sam's, ate lobster nachos at Lamplight. We were in awe of pirates at Disneyland, and my daughters loved the castle walkthrough and the wishing well surprise. I could go on and on. Oh, and I wore my first visit button with pride. Thank you so much, ladies. We can't wait to go back. Oh, wow. What a great trip. And that what sounds, a great recap. It sounds like we authored it. <laughs> I know. It's like we planned the entire thing out. So thank you, Juju, Minnesota mom. Yes. And we're glad that you guys had fun. And it sounds like about a year ago that you were there. Yeah. I'm a little sad that I'm not going for food and wine. I Me too. I've gotten lots and lots of... Let's address some of it real quick. Okay. We've gotten lots of feedback on food and wine, things that we said last week in the podcast. We have received plenty of messages telling us things. Number one, the Elote Paletta. Mm-hmm. Is apparently okay. Okay. I have. Is that the frozen thing? The popsicle. Okay. It's better than the <laughs> avocado. Okay, good. From last year. I've heard people say not their thing, but I've heard people say it's amazing. Okay. So, and I've heard people too who have said 
they didn't expect it to be amazing, and it was. Oh, okay. So maybe it's worth trying. Sure. Just to try. Keep keep the comments coming. We want to know. Yes. And this maybe is we'll the one. Maybe we'll put a poll out. We should. <laughs> this is the one that I wanted to share the feedback on the most. We figured out who Kenny is. Kenny. Kenny has a cheesecake. Kenny's cheesecake is um, homage to Ken Potrock. There you go. The president of Disneyland. Apparently his family owned a restaurant in Akron, Ohio. I'm struggling with my words today. (laughs) In Akron, Ohio. And they had a famous cheesecake. And so this is his family's famous cheesecake recipe. I don't think of him as Kenny. No, but that's cute. I like it. It never even crossed my Mm -hmm. mind that he's Kenny. Yeah. So it's not Kenny Disney. There is no long lost Disney brother, as we speculated. (laughs) Don't go spreading the rumors, guys. It's Ken Potrock. It's Kenny Potrock. Kenny Potrock. Well, I want to go try his cheesecake. It sounds amazing. (laughs) I know. Why? I'm so sad. (laughs) Okay. It's fine. I'm an adult and I can do adult hard things. Anything else about food and wine that we need to talk about? Let's talk about the Sip and Saver Pass because we haven't talked about that yet. We kind of talked about that it's available. We didn't Mm -hmm. know pricing last time we discussed it. It's $59 unless you're a Magic Key holder. It's $54. And that will give you eight tabs on your Sip and Saver Mm -hmm. Pass, which equals $7.38 per tab. So you are not going to have the best benefit unless you're buying something that is more than $7.38. Otherwise, just buy it outright. Right. And you cannot buy alcoholic beverages with it, correct? Correct. Right. So just the food offerings and the the Mm non-alcoholic drinks. Okay. Soarin' Over California is back just for food and wine festival dates. Yes. So, Did you know that when they opened it on the first day, Friday, they gave out cuties? Oh, how fun. I know. Everyone got a little mandarin orange because... Because it smells like oranges during the orange grove part. That's cute. That's what everybody loves the most. So refurbs pretty much are the same as they've been. Mm -hmm. We don't have... Well, we do have one opening date and we also have one going down. Right. We don't have any opening dates still for Indiana Jones, for Tarzan's Treehouse. Silly Symphony Swings has just disappeared. It's gone completely. First, it, it fell into the lake. It did. It's just not even there, and there's no reopening for that one quite yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but good news, Big Thunder Mountain is reopening on April 13th, April 13th, and that is sticking so far. You know how sometimes they'll have it reopening, and then they'll take it away? Yeah. So far, it's sticking. So, so that's far, been there a couple of days now. So it's only a 10-day closure, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. Uh, speculation here, hopefully they're going to fix the... Explosion. The explosion Mm -hmm. in the mine so that that's working again because it hasn't been for a minute. Matterhorn is going down the 18th of April. And that is the furthest that the calendar goes out at this point. Mm -hmm. So it's indefinite. It's indefinite. (laughs) It seems, though, like they're shutting down rides just for quick refurbs. Okay. So we'll keep you posted on a reopening date. But as of right now, on April 18th, Matterhorn will be down indefinitely. And probably just a yearly zhuzhing up. It's probably nothing exciting. They're not going to make that ride any smoother. I doubt no. it anyway. Erin thinks that she might have some inside information on Indiana Jones, though. So let's talk about that while we're talking about refurbs. I'm not going to share my source. No. But I did see, I was communicating with somebody on the Instagram who I consider to be a reliable source. Mm-hmm. And I was told that a new snake has been installed. and It's that they already are, there. Yes, it's already there. I mentioned something about hoping the boulder and the snake are working again. And mm-hmm. I was told that there is a new snake that is already installed and that they are working on everything. So I think that the boulder should be rolling again and mm-hmm. the snake should strike, which makes me happy. That is super exciting. Plus, there's rumors are swirling that they are installing Dial of Destiny elements into mm-hmm. the ride for the new movie. So that'll be fun, too. I'm excited. Let's open it up. 
I know. Come on, Disney. Let's go. We're we're indefinite still. Mm-hmm. It's never going to open again. <laughs> I wonder if they'll open them at the same time. Tarzan and Indy. Not Tarzan. That'd be cool. Swiss family. Swiss family. Inspired. Adventure by Swiss family. Right. Get it right. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm excited. But they'll I probably think... announce Splash is going down right about the same time as all that opens. So I that's our, that's our, true. yes, that's our guess is that they will wait until all that's back open. Let's talk about Splash Mountain for one second. Kay. We still don't have a closing date. We know nope. it's coming sometime this year. And I'm just going to touch on this. Follow our Instagram because we will probably have more coming up on this. But our friends, Hannah Learning Disney mm-hmm. and Johnny J over at the DMSW podcast yes. are doing a fundraiser for Chalk for Children's Hospital of Orange County in relation to this in relation to Splash Mountain closing mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. They want to raise money. They have a huge goal that they've set and they have asked podcasters to come together. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be taking part in that. I don't know how yet. Yeah. We're but I know that, that out. yes, I know that they plan on being at Disneyland on Splash Mountain's last day and riding Splash Mountain all as day long. As many times as they can. We may or may not participate in that part of it. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Yeah. But up until then, they're raising funds. So if you want to contribute, reach out and let us know and we can send you in the right direction. And like I said, follow us on Instagram. We'll have more information over mm-hmm. there coming up. Hopefully soon. Yes. Toontown is opening completely on March 19th. Along, coming right up. Yes, yeah, coming right up along with some cute new food offerings. So Daisy's Diner is a new restaurant opening back there in Toontown. It's quick service. Mm-hmm. And it's got a couple of new cute little food items, pizza flopovers, which I think look kind of tasty. I agree. They look fun. They're, it's kind of like a pizza sandwich is yeah. what I would say with a little Parmesan cheese sprinkled on top. Yes. The Daisy Dog and then a couple of other hot dog offerings. Wraps. So that's something that we don't really have at the resort otherwise yes. is wraps. And I also am happy to see some decent food offerings back there. Yeah. I just am excited about this whole revamp. I am that too. It looks very town. cute. Housemade chips, which I love. And then some little donuts, which look reminiscent of the ones at Lamplight Lounge. Yeah. To me, they look the same. Mini corn dogs, which kids go crazy over, and some adults. Yes. <laughs> People rave about the mini corn dogs at Casey's, Casey's Corner, Corner at yeah. Disney World. So if they're the same as that, if they have the plastic cheese that comes with them, Ugh, <laughs> people I can't, will I go can't, nuts. <laughs> I can't get behind plastic cheese, but I'm willing to try. I know. I, mini corn dogs are great. Yeah. Good Boy Grocers is another little... Uh, like a food stand, I would say, that's opening. And they have a couple of different offerings. They have a picnic basket. This is weird. <laughs> that is, it is a little bit weird and <laughs> a little bit spendy. You pick three food items for your picnic basket. It's a little, Aaron described it as a gauntlet. <laughs> you stick your hand in Mickey's hand and he's holding on the picnic basket. Anyways, you get to and pick. you get to, it says in the write-up, you get to become part cartoon. Part cartoon, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a little Roger Rabbit-ish to me. It's weird. <laughs> I don't love it. I'm, and and it, maybe once I see it actually, like, in use, I'll be like, oh, that's really cute. Yeah. I mean, the thing I love about it is that they are going to have this big grassy area now that families can go sit and enjoy, and it's not concrete. Right. right? But Which is really nice. What's the cost on it? So $25.99 for the picnic basket with three food items. And the three food items are like cuties, applesauce, string chips. Cheese. Yeah. yeah. Like, like little not things. A yes. And then with a blanket for $36.99. And then you got a schlep of freaking picnic basket around with you for the rest <laughs> of the day. And you know the kids are going to want this. Right. For half a second. And then the parents have to carry it the rest of the day, right? Like when they want to go on a bike ride uh-huh. and then you end up carrying the bicycle exactly. home. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this sound, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. 
It, I mean, the pictures are really cute. The visuals are cute. Oh, Toontown sure. is going to be amazing when it opens up. I agree completely. with this. I'm really excited. The fountain got installed this week. There's just some really cute stuff going on back there. There is really cute stuff. I do not need the picnic basket, but I don't <laughs> have kids that age either anymore. Right. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of adults collecting this picnic basket too, though, don't you think? Oh, like for sure. Like the kind of people that collect popcorn buckets. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But what good is it afterwards? I, I don't know. You put it on a shelf somewhere to collect dust. I don't, I'm not into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe they'll have seasonal picnic, picnic baskets. baskets, right? Like yeah. a Christmas themed one. With lights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. And then some new Magic Band Plus interactions going on with the Disney 100 celebrations. They have the Disney 100 statues around the park and now your Magic Band Plus can do some new interactions with it. Yeah. It's kind of like what they did at Walt Disney World mm-hmm. with the 50th. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to go and make a big waving gesture for these to work and right. have the, and and then they go, Bring, and that's kind of it. Yeah. I've seen some Does it videos. talk to you too, though? No, it doesn't I, say I don't anything. Know. Okay. The one that I saw was they waved their arm really big in front of the big medallion in downtown Disney, uh-huh. and then it just kind of made like a chiming noise. I feel like we did this with the statues at Disney World, didn't we? We and, did a and, couple. And it worked sometimes. It didn't uh-huh. work sometimes. Yeah, and you feel kind of like a fool, <laughs> yes. like you're doing some dance yeah. to try to get this thing to talk to you, and then it just says like. I can't do any voice impersonations, but you know, like Donald Duck is for two seconds Uh and then it's over and you're like, and then you can't get it to work again. Right, right. I don't know. (laughs) It's gimmicky. Yeah. It's another reason to have a Magic Band Plus. Right. But it's not the best reason to have a Magic Band Plus, let's be honest. No, I agree. I do love having a Magic Band at Disneyland. I think it's such a great addition for getting into the park and scanning for your lightning lanes, but that's Super about convenient. it. Super <laughs> convenient, yes. Yeah. I wouldn't buy a Magic Band just for this benefit. No, but it's fun. And it's fun when it lights up during the fireworks shows and World of Color and stuff. I think that's fun too, but eh. that's not the main reason to get right. one in my opinion. Right. All right, Cassie from Ant-Man Quantumania. Have you seen it yet? Uh-uh. Oh. I think they are showing it on our cruise ship though. So we are holding out for that. Oh, Katie's fancy, guys. (laughs) She's going on a cruise next week. From what I've heard, they show current Disney movies on the cruise ships in the theaters and on the deck, on the pool deck. So that'll be fun. Get ready because Rope Drop and Park Hop is hitting the high seas in a couple weeks. We're going to have a cruise recap. Not even a couple weeks. It's a week and a half. I know, but episode-wise. True, 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 true. It's going to be a couple weeks. The recap will be in a couple weeks, but I will be... Keeping you updated on Instagram, too. So there's another reason to go follow us on Instagram. I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous, too, of myself. It's going to be future, fun. A future Katie. That's right. <laughs> it's coming right up. I was just telling Erin, I better start packing now. This is not one I can procrastinate for. And she's got two Walt Disney World Park days happening. Uh-huh. Her kids don't know this yet. She's got one that's Epcot <laughs> and one that's not Epcot, but she's trying to parlay it into I Epcot. I am trying my hardest. Yes. <laughs> All right. And then Oswald. We were trying to guess whether Oswald would stick around after Lunar New Year. And he's he back. is. Yay. But he's meeting in a different spot. Buena Vista back. Street, which mm-hmm. is where we've seen him before. I yes. shared some pictures of my kids when they got to meet him years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was on Buena Vista Street. We so. love Oswald. He's oh, he's so, so cute. He's cute. tiny. Yes, he is. Surprisingly tiny. Yeah. Yes. But so cute. Great <laughs> love character him. interaction. Love him. Love him. Um, a couple of weird little random things. Dole Whips are going to be sold in grocery stores soon. So there's three different flavors I saw. So if you're missing yes. your Disney fix, yeah. go get yourself a Dole Whip. I have a feeling it won't be quite the same consistency because it'll be frozen, right? And yeah. not So not soft servy. Right. But maybe the Who flavor's knows? there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe and it'll be just enough. Maybe. Yeah. 
I'm excited. I'll try them. I'll try them. Yeah. We'll have a dole. <gasps> Let's have a dole party. Let's do. Yeah. We'll get out our tiki torches. <laughs> do you have tiki torches? No. They're not that expensive. We could buy some. We probably we could. We could put them around the, we'll play the music. Mm-hmm. We'll put them around the yard. Mm-hmm. We'll. We'll do the voice of Tongaroa. Yes. And then we'll say, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to need to have a planning party for the party. For the party. Yeah. There's some new Disney minifigs coming. So those of you that are Lego fans, which my kids are, they get them every Christmas, every Easter, St. Patrick's Day. Anytime they can get minifigs, they get minifigs. But there's some new Disney 100-themed minifigs coming out. Yes. Beginning of May, I think, is when they're there's coming. An so that'll be fun. Yes. Which, Super if exciting. you are like me and my children, and you are feeling the bag to try to figure out what you're getting, <laughs> I feel like Oswald would be an easy one. You would think, right? Yeah. He's distinct. What if it's Roger Rabbit? Mm. <laughs> I feel like that could feel the same. And he's there. Mm-hmm. And Jessica. Mm-hmm. You can get a Jessica minifig. You might get duped. All right. I think that's it for news. Wait, no. It's not it for news. The Disneyland Hotel Villas have an opening date. My birthday weekend. September 28th. That's my birthday. Is when they are officially open for guests. So DVC members can start booking March 15th. That's coming right up. Magic Key holders can book starting March 16th. And then all guests are welcome to book starting March 17th, which is good news because I thought maybe they were only going to be open to DVC members. That was my assumption. Not so. But, I mean... Who knows if there will be any left by the time March 17th rolls around, right? That's true. <laughs> and probably not for my birthday weekend. Probably not. Probably not going to get opening weekend. Sad. But they are so beautiful. They we talked really, about really this cool. last week, but and beautiful, beautiful. Probably pricey. Probably. Yeah. We'll let you know if we hear any pricing info, but there you go. We'll try to pay attention to that. Maybe so marathon weekend, half marathon weekend coming up in January. Oh. Maybe I will see. I know they're not booking into next year yet hotels are not booking into next year yet okay so who knows maybe maybe that's maybe that's on my radar we'll see all right that is it for news that is it for news Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. Today, we're going to kind of recap something we've talked about before. Yeah, but go into a little more detail about it. Yes. The the thing that sparked this for me is I had somebody ask me the other day, where's the best place to see a parade? Yes. And especially since everything right now, Mm -hmm. except for Fantasmic, Mm -hmm. is brand new. Yeah. And so... All new shows going on right now. Yep. And if you're going to Disneyland soon, you're going to want to catch all of them. Mm -hmm. They're not the same old thing that's been around for all these years. So they're exciting and new and fun and you want to see them. Yes. So let's start with parades because that is your first show you're going to see in the day, probably. Yes. And we learned something new today Mm -hmm. while we were doing a little bit of research on this. We learned that when special event nights are happening, so tonight when we're recording this, it's Tuesday, uh, there is a princess night tonight. Yes. And we learned that they modify times on certain entertainment. Right, which I don't think has always been a thing. No. We noticed that fireworks projections are being pushed to earlier in the night, which normally they just 
cancel just, fireworks yeah. or they have a special fireworks show for whatever special event is going on, but the general public is not invited. Right. And so it's because it's in the middle of the week, it's mm-hmm. projections only, but you get to have the projection show if you're at Disneyland tonight mm-hmm. before you leave, before the park closes. Which is really cool. It is cool. I but, wish they would do that all the time. Me too. Maybe they will. And maybe, maybe they got some feedback about that. So they do that with the parade as well. Typically, yes. the parade is twice daily, right? Right. At 3.30 and 6.30 p.m. on a typical day. But However, today, yes. it's different. It's 1.30 and 3.30 today. Mm-hmm. So they've moved that 6.30 showing to 1.30 instead. Yes. And that way, guests that don't have tickets to Princess Night get to experience Magic Happens Parade. Right. And typically during slower times, they will sometimes just do one parade per day. However, right now it's kind of we're getting into the full swing of spring break dates. And so it looks like they're showing it twice a day for the foreseeable future. Right. However, the bottom line is always check the schedule before you go. It's six weeks out. And even the day of, they can change things around. As we saw last week with all of the rain, Mm -hmm. they canceled parades, canceled shows. So just stay up to date. Watch the app. And know and your when your times place, are. So for day of checking, your mm-hmm. best place is the app. You right. can go into the app. You can, um, at the t- when you're in the map, at the top of the screen, there's a place that has a drop-down menu, and you can choose entertainment and find everything there. Prior to day of, you want to go on the website mm-hmm. because that's where you're going to see times. That's where you're going to see what entertainment is happening, mm-hmm. if Fantasmic is happening or if it's not. And you're able to look at all of the different entertainment and see the times that things will happen. Right. That's where you'll see refurbs and stuff, too. That's total side note. But just always be checking the schedule ahead of time. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you are a planner like we are mm-hmm. and you want to plan your day, that's where you will check. And when there are two parades, the first parade will start at Small World. So that'll be where the parade starts, comes out by Small World, wraps around, goes through the middle of the hub, and goes down to Town Square and exits there. Yes. Second parade of the day will start at Town Square and go exactly opposite the route that it started at. My favorite spot to watch the parade, to catch the parade, if I'm going to camp out for it a little bit ahead of time, would be by Small World. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Are we sure that that happens? Are we 100% sure? That that's how it does it Mm -hmm. every day? Um, according to my source that I looked at, yes. Okay. Because I never see any, like when I look at content creators uh-huh. watching, I never see it coming the opposite direction. From Town Square to mm-hmm. Small World? I've seen it do that before when I've been there. I've seen it before when mm-hmm. I'm there, but recently. Not magic happens, huh. maybe? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'll well, pay maybe, attention more. Yeah, maybe we'll have to go and check into that more. And maybe I'll see if we have some people who are there yeah. who can let us know. Because everything I see... I can, I can picture everybody on Main Street, and it's coming Going from the that castle. that direction. Yeah. Interesting. Which I imagine that they probably have some backstage connection, you know, between right. the they Town could, Square they, area. They can probably move the floats backstage instead of having them go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting to think about. I just, I and I, that's always been how it is, and that's how it is in DCA when yeah. there's a parade, too. It goes one direction and then the other direction. Back the other way. But I haven't seen anything huh. going the other direction. Yeah, I don't know. If you are camped out at Town Square waiting for the parade and it starts at Small World, you want to give it about 20, 25 minutes mm-hmm. to reach you and vice versa. If it's coming the other direction, we don't know. Right. <laughs> we'll find let out us know. for sure. If you know the answer to that for sure, let us know. I'm just, I'm, I, it makes sense that that's what it would do, but yeah. I just haven't seen it hmm. that way. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We haven't seen magic happens yet. 
I know. Can it's you believe only, it? It's because it's only <laughs> happened like for five minutes now. Yes, magic has only happened for five minutes. <laughs> it didn't even reopen on the day it was supposed to no, reopen. No, Magic Happens is a cursed parade, you guys. <laughs> it's really cute, though. It I've is seen cute. the videos and yes. it's very cute. Oh, hold on a second. We forgot to turn on our recording in session sign. <laughs> But now it's on. Our library gave us a sign. We talked about it, didn't yes. we, last week? Well, I think we posted about it. I'm not sure if we... Yeah, we talked about it on the on the pod. Mm-hmm. All right. So they start roping sections off for the parade about two hours before the parade starts. You'll see cast members come out with actual ropes and rope areas off. They'll start directing traffic. And they really discourage people from camping out before then. So you can bring a blanket and you can set it on the curb if you want a curbside seat. However, it can't be unattended. So you can't just lay a blanket there and go ride some rides. At least one person has to stay with it. And I honestly discourage it, period. Me too. It's a lot of wasted time. Unless you're an an adult that is okay with just sitting and people watching, then that can be kind of a fun thing to sit and do, right? Right. Send the kids to Mm -hmm. go ride something on their own. Or if you're going to sit and have an ice cream or whatever, you can do that. But I will say that, you know, if you show up half an hour before Mm -hmm. the parade, you're going to find space. Maybe not if you're a huge party. And maybe that's the caveat. If you've got 10 people right. in your party, don't expect to show up on right. Main Street and squeeze your way in. Yeah, but I would say 30 minutes is plenty. And even a lot of times you can walk up just as the parade is starting and find a window to be able to see just fine from. You won't be sitting, but... Right. I've never waited for two hours to watch a parade. Me neither. And I also would not. No. And back in the day, not too long ago, people used to camp out for hours and hours ahead of time until Disney started cracking down on that. And now two hours is pretty much the limit. Which I'm glad for. Yeah. Because it's it's hard. Like when you want to go into a shop and there's Mm -hmm. people all over the curb. It makes the traffic flow really difficult. Yes, Yes. it does. And we also don't recommend setting up at a restaurant to try and watch the parade. Um... Plaza Inn, you used to be able to kind of sit there and you could see the parade. They have barriers up now. So there's really, yes, there's really no way to see the parade or the fireworks from there. And Jolly Holiday, mm, sort of. It's not a great view of the parade. And there's going to be a ton of people between you and the parade. Right. And you're taking up table space for people that could be eating if you're camping out that early for a parade there. If you can get the most amazing table at Carnation, maybe. But again, you're going to have a bunch of people. Right. Standing, yeah, in front of you, or strollers parked in front of you, or whatever. Right. So, yeah, I just we just don't recommend it. No, if you want to catch the parade, the parade lasts what fifteen minutes, twenty minutes total. You can stand for that long; you'll right. be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I agree. Um, what else do we need to say? Oh, dining packages. Plaza Inn does have a dining package for the parade that gives you reserved viewing. It is standing room only, and you can make those reservations sixty days in advance. The dining times are between 1 and 3.30 in the afternoon, and they will tell you which parade you're assigned to when you check in. And is that viewing area like it's always been in Town Square? It's over by the railroad station, in front of the railroad station. Right across. The recommendation is to arrive at least 30 minutes to an hour before before the parade starts for that viewing area because that does fill up and you want to be able to see from that spot that you paid for to stand in, right? right? Um, the food is great at Plaza Inn, so totally worth it if you want a reserved viewing area for parade. It's $40 for an adult, $25 for kids, and you don't stand in line to get into Plaza Inn. If you have that voucher or that reservation, you get to bypass the line to oh, go into Plaza nice. Inn. They have their own little check-in area for that's that. That's fancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they'll give you a voucher and a lanyard. You need both 
or well, you at least need the voucher to get into your reserve viewing area. The okay. lanyard alone will not get you in. Okay. It's just kind of a souvenir. I like it. Um, I've done it for electrical parade. Okay. The reserved viewing. Which I it saw was, it when we went mm-hmm. for electrical parade. And it's fine. I wouldn't say that it's a necessity. Right. Again, parade viewing is pretty easy to just walk up and find yourself a spot. Yeah. So exactly with electrical parade, mm-hmm. um, we were with Lynn from the sweep spot and my friend Brandy. And Lynn afterwards said in his mind, he thought I was crazy because I was like, let's go find some seating. And he thought I was nuts trying uh-huh. to find seating on Main Street for the parade half an hour before. And we ended up right in front of the train station across from that the reserve, reserve viewing, viewing area. Mm-hmm. So same exact spot. Basically. For free. For free. <laughs> right. 30 minutes right. before. Yeah. That's there for you if you want it. It's hard to get, though. That's one of those dining reservations it's that's hard to get. It's interesting to me. That's interesting to me mm-hmm. that it's hard a hard one to get. Mm-hmm. But. I think they're just pretty limited. Yeah, that's in how many they true. offer. Yeah. So. All right. And I think that's it for parades. So that's the only parade that's happening at the Disneyland Resort currently. There's nothing happening at California Adventure. Dear Disney. Dear Disney, paint the night. Paint the night would be fantastic <laughs> at DCA. You know it. We know it. Yep. Let's make it happen. Kenny. (laughs) Dear Kenny. (laughs) Cheesecake and paint the night. Can we have a paint the night dessert party with your cheesecake, please? (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Come on. That would be perfect. That'd be amazing. All right. Let's talk about fireworks real fast. Okay. There's really no bad spot to watch fireworks, I would say. Correct. If you must have a castle view... For the projections, you're going to want to get there early. That is one that you probably want to get there early for. Yes. Otherwise, you can catch the fireworks at Small World, and the projections are on the Small World facade. You can watch in our favorite spot, which is back in Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. That will be without the music, however. No music or projections, but if you just want to watch the fireworks in a peaceful spot, Galaxy's Edge is great. And then, of course, on the Rivers of America, they will have a water screen up that shows projections there. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can just stick around after the first showing of Fantasmic and watch them right then. Mm -hmm. All great spots. Also note that uh, if you decide to do it back by It's a Small World, they still have the Encanto We Don't Talk About Bruno projection that happens several times a night. Mm -hmm. It doesn't give me any schedule, but it happens several times a night after the sun has set. So you might be able to catch a couple little shows back there as well. Yeah. I just Small World is a great spot. Because there's a lot of room. Mm-hmm. If you've got a bigger party, that I think that's where I would head. If, if you have kids you. who want to dance, mm-hmm. that's what we, I mean, yeah. we've done that before. And yeah. your kids can spread out and dance around while yep. they're watching the fireworks. Probably, I would say, easiest access to bathrooms and snacks, too, back there without yeah. having to crawl over a ton of people to get in and out. So yep. I, it's, a, it's a great spot. And then as far as reserved viewing for fireworks goes, you have you would need to be on a VIP tour to get reserved viewing or book Tomorrowland Terrace. And either one of those are iffy because fireworks get canceled. Frequently. Frequently. Right. Yes. So if you listen to my experience at Tomorrowland Terrace, you know that our fireworks got canceled that night. So And it wasn't worth it. No. Without fireworks. Right. For sure. Was it worth it with fireworks? Is it something you would do again? Um without the guarantee of fireworks, I'd say no. Okay. Because you don't you don't know. You and never know. And the food know. wasn't great. No. There was games. Yes. It but was it was freezing cold when we were up there too. That was right. another downside to it you have to carry your food from 100 miles yes from galactic grill all the way up that ramp to the top of that and terrace I don't so go to disneyland to play uno right so i mean <laughs> i think if you're a local and a pass holder and you go frequently and it's something new you want to try sure it's fun to yeah. try for something different but 
if you're on a once in a lifetime vacation to Disneyland, for sure, I would say no. And that's not going to be a great place where you have a good view of the projections at all. No, I think you can see them a little bit on the Matterhorn from there. That's yeah, about but it. Still, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, I wouldn't do it. That's a pass for me. Mm-hmm. Main Street's cool. The best spot if you want to be on Main Street, I would say, is coming down Main Street just before the hub, mm-hmm. maybe right in front of like Candy Palace, because that's where you're going to be able to see the castle. And you're also going to be able to see the buildings on Main Street because those projections are going to be shown the whole way down Main mm-hmm. Street. So you'll have kind of that 360 degree view of projections in addition to the fireworks. Right. And we haven't seen the new fireworks show yet. No. Neither Aaron we were or there. I. Um, I'm sure you've watched videos of it, though. Have you? I've watched some, yes. Do they have um, any fancy things that happen on the buildings? I know there have been fireworks shows in the past where, like, coral comes up right. during the Little Mermaid part. I haven't paid attention okay. to that. I don't know. I'm just curious if there's anything else to catch besides the projections. I don't know. The snow that happens during some, like, during Christmas time and stuff will happen on Main Street. Um, it'll also happen by the Rivers of America and back by Small World, so... Snope. You can catch the snope anywhere, or you can don't. catch the real snow in Anaheim, apparently, oh, <laughs> on but a don't, random Tuesday. Don't try to catch it in your mouth, though. No, it probably doesn't taste good. It's soap. But yes, it snowed it's, last week. It smells like vanilla, though, right? Oh, yeah. Or something? Maybe. Hmm. Oh, isn't it Melissa? Doesn't she say it smells yes. like root beer? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I don't remember what don't it remember is, but um, <laughs> it snowed in Anaheim last week. We were going right. to talk about that in the news. We always give our weather reports. It snowed mm-hmm. here. No big surprise. But it snowed in Anaheim, too. So crazy. I'm sure Wild. you all saw videos of it online. I've seen videos of it snowing at Disney Paris, mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. Like real snow there. Real snow. Mm-hmm. It's but beautiful. That was cool. Yeah. I wish I was there. That's the only place I would have been okay with a little bit of snow. <laughs> yes. Super fun. I'd rather have snow than rain, to be honest. Oh, not me. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's like, no. I just oh, being cold and wet in the rain, not fun. You're cold and wet in the snow, though, too. Yeah, I guess so. I feel like it's drier. I don't know why. I mean, it is drier, but then it's icy and you have to drive on it. Sure. I hate it all. Don't You can't talk me into it. <laughs> all right. I think that's it for fireworks. Fantasmic. Yes. So Fantasmic, there are three dining options. We've talked about these before, the dining packages you can get. Blue Bayou, Riverbell Terrace, and Hungry Bear have three tiered options that you can have reserved viewing for Fantasmic. Riverbell also has a premium option where you can sit at the restaurant on the terrace and watch Fantasmic from a seat, which is kind of nice. We also have tested before getting reservations at Cafe Orleans, Mm -hmm. like last reservation of the evening, and they will let you, at least when we were there, they will let you sit and stay in your seat. It's right. not a great seat. No, because like we said before with the parade, people stand in front of you. And so. also there's lots of lights that are still on. Right. So you have light pollution while you're trying to watch the show. Right. Whereas if you're closer to the water, it's pretty dark down mm-hmm. there. They dim everything nicely. Mm-hmm. But people are still moving and walking a little further back. So yep. there's a little bit more light. Otherwise, I would say there's not really a bad spot to watch Fantasmic. The best walk-up spot that I found when you're getting there last minute would be over by where the Mark Twain loads. You can usually find a pretty good spot there or further down closer to the Haunted Mansion area. So yep, that's where we've always watched yep. it from, too. Just sneak in where you can. Unless you're a large party, then you're going to want to get there early to find yes. a good spot. And you don't have to be centered. It's, no. It's a big performance stage. Yes. So the projections are pretty easily seen from any angle. Yep. So there you go. All right. And then hopping over. Are we done at Disneyland? Yeah, okay. I think so. And then hopping over to DCA, World of Color 1 mm-hmm. is showing twice a night currently, 9 o'clock and 10.15. 10.15 is after the park closes. Right. 
that is the one that we went to when we were there. And honestly, if you can swing it. That's the best one. That's the best one. Mm -hmm. You get all of your park time. You get that last hour when people have gone back to their hotels to put their kids to bed Mm -hmm. to ride the rides and have a lot of fun. And then after the park is closed and the rides are done, you can go watch World of Color. Mm -hmm. So if you have the energy, (laughs) get a coat. That's the thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And this is going to be back in the Paradise Garden area on the water there. And there are three different dining options for reserved seating. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you don't want a dining option, there is a virtual queue. At noon, you can join the virtual queue. I feel like the first show fills up pretty quickly. Yes. And then the second show is available for a long time after that. Now it is, yes. When it it first started, they were both going pretty quickly. I also don't feel like you need the virtual queue. I was just going to say that. However, (laughs) if you are not paying attention and don't get on right at noon, you can totally walk up to either showtime and find a fine spot to watch the show. Yes. In the main viewing area. Mm -hmm. I have gone in there with no virtual queue before. They don't ask to see it. Nope. Especially if the show is just about to begin. Mm -hmm. They're pretty much removing ropes and getting things set up and you're good to kind of find a spot and watch it. Yep. Just squeeze in where Wherever you can. Yes. So it's not imperative if you want to be guaranteed a spot. Um, keep in mind, there is a splash zone. The closer you are to the water, the more likely it is for you to get wet, especially mm-hmm. if there's any breeze. Right. You and will it's, feel it. And it's chilly at night it is in Southern chilly. California. Yeah, It cools off. So wear layers. Yes. And if there's a breeze at all, you might leave wet. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Also, let's talk about etiquette really quickly. Okay. We know your kids want to watch these shows. Maybe on your shoulders is not the place. Right. Unless you're at the very back of something. And there's nobody behind you. I'll say this. Fireworks, they're in the air. Mm -hmm. Kids don't really care about projections. I mean, they do a little bit, but they don't care enough to really be focused on them Mm -hmm. to a certain age. Mm -hmm. You can hold that kid on your hip. Right. And they're going to see everything they need to see. Right. Uh, I get a little frustrated. Pay attention to your balloons. Yeah. If you have balloons that are lighting up and they're tied to your stroller, pull them down. Mm -hmm. Tuck them inside of your stroller if you can or hold them down for the people behind you. And maybe please don't hold your iPad above your head to record the entire show. Also, yes. <laughs> These things that are happens just, a lot. Just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And there are people behind you who are also trying to enjoy that show. Yes. And, you know, for me or Katie, it's not a huge deal for us, right? Mm-hmm. But the people behind us may be on their once-in-a-lifetime trip. Yes. And I try really hard to be aware of them and not block their view. Yeah. And that happens at World of Color also. So. Mm-hmm. Just beware. My favorite spot for World of Color would be any up against any railing, right? <laughs> where you can lean. Yes, where you can <laughs> lean, and then there's nobody standing directly in front of you yeah. either. So if you can find a railing to lean against, that's ideal. Last time when we were there, we were near a shrub. Uh-huh. That was perfect. It was a great spot. Yes. Yeah. So the World of Color viewing area is kind of tiered, mm-hmm. and we were up on the second or third tier, and we were right against a railing mm-hmm. with shrubs in front of mm-hmm. it. Perfect. Yeah, it was I would beautiful. Pick yes, and we had nobody around us. Mm-mm. It was the week that it opened. So we're saying, and I don't think, did we even get, I don't think we had a virtual queue, did we? I don't remember. I don't either. We didn't show it to anybody if we had one, but I don't remember getting one. (laughs) Yeah. And we had great, great location. It was perfect. It's easy. It's World of Color has a big viewing area. Mm -hmm. It's easy to watch. Yes. Okay. But if you want to ensure that you have a great reserved viewing area, there are three dining options. Mm -hmm. Number one is wine, country. Trattoria. Do you say Trattoria? Mm -hmm. Not Trattoria. I think it's Trattoria. I think it's Trattoria. But I say both. And I wrote it as wine country trap. So I like let's it. just call it the trap. The trap. You can do lunch or dinner there. 
And it's a prefix meal where you get to choose, I think, three courses mm-hmm. plus a drink, a non-alcoholic drink. It's $59 for each adult, $35 for each kid, three to nine. Lunch and dinner are the same price, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird to me, but whatever. Um, lunch runs from 1230 to 3.55 p.m. Dinner is from 4 to 6.20. I will talk more about the World of Color portion of that in just a second. Storytellers inside the Grand Californian is another one that you can do the dinner buffet. Um, fifty nine Again, $59 for adults, $35 for kids. Make reservations for this. I'll talk about that more in a second, too. Your first show, you're going to reserve between 5 and 6 p.m. The second show, you're going to reserve between 6 and 7. For both of those, it is not going to look any different than your reservations that you would make on the app. You're just going to make your basic reservations. Mm -hmm. And then once you get there, you are going to request the add-on for the World of Color viewing. Right, right. It's first come, first serve. I have not heard anything about it being gone, not available. I haven't either. But I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah. Just know that there's a chance Mm -hmm. that you could show up to that meal and not be able to get your World of Color reserved spot. Yeah, I think it's a strange setup that they have for that. I feel like you should, like the parade dining package, it just should be something that you book online as a package, right? Instead of. And I'm surprised they haven't changed it. Yeah. I feel like when they very first brought it back, I thought, okay, this is just a temporary Mm -hmm. placeholder Mm -hmm. for something more. And here we are still. Yeah. Maybe it's not that popular, so they don't feel the need to change it. Maybe not. Yeah. But keep it in mind, if you're doing it just for World of Color seating, it's not guaranteed. Right. Those two are not guaranteed. Yes. Of those two, I'd pick Storytellers over Wine Country. Especially if you've got kids. Yes. Buffet is just nicer and easier and better. And the food is good there. No, I've never eaten at Wine Country, to be honest. Me either. So it's pretty. <laughs> I guess we can't really compare. That's true. But it doesn't feel as kid-friendly to me. Right. Yeah. Buffets are always just better for kids. Yes. Keep in mind, the dinner buffet at Storytellers does not include characters. Right. So don't go in there expecting to see Mickey and Minnie because that won't happen for mm-hmm. you. It's just a buffet <laughs> dinner. Um, and then the third option, which I think both of us agree this is our favorite. This is the one I would splurge for. Yes. And actually, I had someone I was talking to just the other day, and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, $89 per person, mm-hmm. child or adult, mm-hmm. the dessert party. The perks of the dessert party, not the food. Right. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's cute. It's colorful. It's fun. Very sugary. It's not $89 worth of food, though. No. <laughs> but you get seats. Yes. And this is and they're the, great seats. And they're really great seats. And when we say seats, we mean captain or yeah, like director's, director's chair. Some of them. Some yes. of them are folding chairs at lower tables. Some of them are high tops with director's chairs. I've had high tops with director's mm-hmm, chairs. You've had too. both, haven't you? Yeah. And this also includes alcohol for adults. Mm-hmm. Two alcoholic beverages are included in this. Mm-hmm. Unlimited soft drinks, unlimited hot chocolate, right. unlimited water bottles. And if it's chilly at night, that hot chocolate is nice. It is really yes. nice. And really, a really, really, really good view. Yeah. And this is something that is distinct when you make reservations. You are going to reserve the dessert party. And it goes pretty fast. Uh, You'll check in about an hour prior to your showtime. There's, depending on if you have one or two showings that night, your reservation will be for an hour before the showtime. And you'll check in at the Eureka Water Wheel near Redwood Creek Challenge Mm -hmm. Trail. And you'll go be seated. They'll bring your treats to you. You'll have time to eat those before the show starts. Mm -hmm. And then once the show starts, the servers kind of disappear. Right. And you get to watch the show from your seat. And if you don't eat everything, they'll box it up for you and you can take it back to your hotel and then throw it away before you leave because you didn't eat any of it. Correct. 100%. (laughs) That's exactly what happened for me. So I think that's it for all of the 
viewing areas. And hopefully it's helpful. Yeah. Just know it's easy. It's not complicated. It's not hard. You don't have to really do that much advanced planning unless you want to. Right. And then there's all those advanced planning options for you. Yes. But all of the shows are great. We recommend catching all of them if you can. For sure. And yeah, that's it. So this is your weekly reminder to leave us a rating and review and follow us on Instagram. At ropedrop.parkhop. Mm-hmm. Send us an email, especially if you're trying some of the fun foods at Food & Wine. We want to hear about it. We do. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.